0: Welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. This show was created with the intention of helping others to help themselves. You will hear me feature amazing souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. You may also hear me follow up with a guest I have hypnotized on an online edition of Love from the Hip, which is available on YouTube. Together we can all make a difference, and it begins with love. Love from the Hip. Hildegard of Bingen, also known as Saint Hildegard and the Sybil of the Rhine, was a well-regarded authority and gave influential advice to members of the Catholic Church and kings during a time when women were accorded little respect. She was an idolized visionary who earned a saint-like status and name despite her lack of official beatification. Although not formally educated and unable to write, she relied on secretaries to transcribe her ideas on paper, She wrote on topics ranging from philosophy to natural healing, including a book on the use of herbs as medicinal treatment. She also became known as a mystic writer who completed three books on her visions. From the young age of five, Hildegard claimed to have supernatural visions. She hid her prophetic ability, revealing it only to Judah, her Catholic anchoress, and a monk, Volmar. Hildegard was overwhelmed with feelings of inadequacy, a low opinion of herself, and diverse sayings of men that caused her to not give in to her long-time urge to write. It wasn't until she became severely ill in 1151, when she said God punished her for her hesitancy, that she finally wrote her visions down in what was considered one of the greatest manuscripts of her time. Sivius, translation, Know the Ways. In this manuscript, which Hildegard said was ordered to be shared by God and was essentially instruction to achieve salvation, Hildegard illustrates and defines her visions. One drawing she created, she describes as the great span of the universe, revealing itself to her in trance and greatly resembles that of da Vinci's Vitruvian Man. Hildegard's final vision in CVS includes 14 songs. In each of her visions, Hildegard first illustrated what she saw, then wrote about what she saw, and finally recorded explanations of what she heard, which she believed to be the voice of heaven. Although Hildegard was a saint, a composer, a writer, a pioneer of holistic medicine, a prophet and a visionary of her time, many have ridiculed her visions. Some suggest that her descriptions of the visions, such as bright lights and aura, suggest that she had a migraine condition, while others claim that her visions may have been due to her consumption of rye contaminated with the hallucinogenic fungus at the time. Still today, many of us are Hildegards, afraid to share our visions and our insight for fear of being judged, outcasted, or disregarded. But like Hildegard, our psychic abilities are meant to be shared and meant to help each other and make the world a better place. What can't be challenged is the fact that Hildegard was an enormously influential and spiritual woman who paved the way for other women to succeed in a number of fields from theology and natural medicine to music. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing mentor, medium, metaphysicist with a degree in clinical psychology from San Francisco State, background in counseling and research, and author of The Pearls of Wisdom, Sherry Engler. She will be sharing her insight on why psychics are in the closet, our souls plan, and some tips on how to connect with our transitioned loved ones. She will also be answering questions you might have on the world of spirituality, breaking down any concept you may be struggling to understand. So feel free to call 425-373-5527 or one 298 kknw right after this quick break.
1: Pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. skin S A K U R A skin
2: if you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425 425- 754 6792. That's 425 754 6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425 754 6792. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget, this show airs right here every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. and for the month of December on Fridays from 4 to 5 as well. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing mentor, medium, metaphysicist with a degree in clinical psychology from San Francisco State, background in counseling and research, and the author of The Pearls of Wisdom, A Fairy Tale Guide to Life's Magic, Secret for All Ages, Sherry Angler. And remember, if you would like to ask Sherry a question and have her break down a spiritual concept for you, then feel free to call 425-373-5527 or one 298 kknw Thank you for being here today, Sherry.
3: I'm so happy to be here. I've been looking forward to this.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. And so I have you on the line from Oregon, that's correct? Yep, Southern Oregon. Great. So I'd like to ask you, would you consider Hildegard a psychic
3: Absolutely. Even more so, I would say that she's a channeler, a direct channel, and that's somebody who can receive information from higher sources pretty much verbatim. Mm
0: -hmm. Is that similar to telepathy?
3: Okay, so there's, boy, there's so many different areas of psychic ability. So there's, um, maybe I'll just break them down real quick. So there's clairvoyance, which is psychic seeing, clairaudience, which is psychic hearing, clairsentience, which is kind of that gut feeling that you get, that psychic feeling, And then there's claircognizance, which is kind of a tricky one. That is psychic knowing. Okay. And then there's channeling is kind of a different thing. So when you channel, you can use really any of those vehicles, any of those routes, let's say, to get information.
0: Okay. That makes sense. So why do you think it's still hard for us to come out and say we are psychics?
3: All psychics. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for asking that question. If you think about it, I mean, we're living in this wonderful time when everybody is coming out of a closet somewhere, you know? Everybody is being allowed to really be who they are. What a beautiful thing that is that's happening in the world. But interestingly, there's one little group of people (laughs) (laughs) hiding in the shadows in a little closet, and that is the group of of intuitive, Mm -hmm. of psychic people. We just aren't actually allowed to come out and be who we are, but look at Hildegard. I mean, look yeah. at how far back this goes. It, it goes back to, gosh, there's so many religious people in the, I mean, look at Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> talk to God. And he said, anybody can, you know, and then we put all these rules and parameters on it, and we instilled fear, and then we have all these myths, and we have prejudices, and it doesn't help that in modern day we have these psychic hotlines, Mm-hmm. And the the um, image of a psychic is like Madame Zora, you know, <laughs> with a turban right. and a crystal ball and bead curtains and you know some accent, you know. That's that's where we've kind of been pigeonholed. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 always existed and it's always going to exist and it's only going to grow more and more. And that's why it is an issue right now. People are are experiencing things mm-hmm. and they don't have answers for it. Right. And that's why I'm, I'm so glad that you have someone like me on your show so we can come out and explain how normal it is, how easy it is, how natural it is to have these experiences and they're going to keep increasing. Mm. And people are afraid to talk about it. You know, they're afraid to come out of their own closet and say, hey, I'm experiencing supernatural things because they think the person next to them is going to think they're crazy.
0: When really they're feeling the same way. Yeah, Yeah, right. Everybody's
3: afraid to be the first one to say Say something. Say it, yeah.
0: Well, thank you for coming out of the closet for my show. Um, So I would
3: would like to ask
0: you what kind of psychic you think you are. Well, I have
3: all of those, actually. I'm just kind of a walking, highly tuned little sensitive being, Mm -hmm. (laughs) taking in information from every one of those sources. But I I am a claircognizant, which is something that's not as well known, and that is psychic knowing.
0: Mm. and that
3: has been a problem, actually, for me, like all my life, because if you're seeing something and you find out that was real, then you know that's information outside of you. If you're hearing something, that's outside of you, and you can figure out if it's real or not if it's coming from you or somewhere else. But when you have psychic knowing, you just know things and there's not that that thing outside of you to observe. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you don't know if you know it or if you think you know it. (laughs) Right. It's very difficult. So growing up with that was really hard because I would just instantly know things and I had no reason to know them. Hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. But you also call yourself, or you did call yourself when we were on the phone, a scientific psychic. What Uh do you mean by that?
3: Well, I just want to take the whole world of psychic abilities out of the woo-woo zone and mm-hmm. put it into metaphysics and science where it actually belongs. You know, let's, let's get rid of these stereotypes and and understand that this is just an aspect of science. So everything that goes on in our world, in the universe, within us, is based on vibration. It's resonance. It's frequency. It's light. It's sound. It's energy. It's waves. And that is all there is to psychic ability. Mm-hmm. It's, it's how high our vibration is is traveling and then it and it goes up to other beings who are higher above us and we try to match them they actually they kind of lower their vibration we raise ours and we meet somewhere in the middle and exchange information through any of those roots that i just mentioned mm-hmm. so it's just a matter of vibration everything is a matter of vibration so You know, it's not as mystical as people think. It's really just scientific.
0: Right. And also to kind of cover that, too, do you believe that everyone has the power to be psychic?
3: Absolutely. I think that's probably my biggest message. It's not really a gift, per se. You know, people say, oh, you have this gift. No, I'm just normal. Mm -hmm. It's just that everybody else has forgotten this ability that we all have. So... I do a lot of mentoring. You know, anybody who's really authentic in this business is going to try and teach people to do this on their own. Mm -hmm. And I do a lot of that in my readings. I don't just have somebody come and sit with me and say, oh, you know, you need to always come back to me. Watch out for psychics that do that, because mostly the really good ones are going to empower you to know that you have every ability that they do. Now, whether you go on and use that as a profession... That's the same thing as, like, if you're going to be a concert violinist, maybe. Everybody probably has the ability to learn the violin, but are, are you going to be a violinist, you know? So mm-hmm. everybody has the ability to be psychic. Some are going to go on as that's their life path. Okay. but. Everybody still has the
0: ability. Okay. Well, thanks for clarifying that, Sherry. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. Peach fuzz is great if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin in Mind
1: remove unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits, leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast, and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin & Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com, S-A-K-U-R-A,
0: skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows. And has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech topical skin spray is a light misting spray, free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have Briotech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post procedure sensitivities? Get Briotech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BriotechUSA.com. That's B R I O T E C H USA.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Your skin is your
1: body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin & Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin & Mind, erasing wrinkles, one clinical facial at a time. Learn more sakuraskinandmind.com S-A-K-U-R-A
0: skinandmind.com
2: Multicultural multidimensional even Alternative Talk 1150
0: yeah. Welcome back to Love from the Hip I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician your host Sakura Sutter and I'm currently looking for people to hypnotize for free as long as you're willing to share your experience later on the air so if you're interested please email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing mentor, medium, metaphysicist with a degree in clinical psychology from San Francisco State, background in counseling and research, and author of The Pearls of Wisdom, a fairy tale guide to life's magic secrets for all ages, Sherry Angler. And so I want to also mention to you that this is a live show so if you feel feel free to call in if you have to ask a qu- question to Sherry about any spiritual concept that you'd like to have broken down for you 425-373-5527 or 188-298 KKNW. So Sherry before the break you were kind of going over the fact that everyone has this ability, right? To be right. psychic. Okay. So when did you realize your gift and other gifts? Well, <laughs>
3: I grew up in a pretty isolated place on a lake in Michigan. We were, we lived there all year round. Other people would just come up during the winter. And this, I went to a very small school, so I grew up with nature. And I started to realize that I could tell what animals were thinking. I, well, I spent so much time with them, but I had a feeling that I could I could hear them. And I thought, oh, you're just imagining things, but. As it turns out, that was true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there was a thing with just knowing things, and then I, I would know something, and then it would happen. I'd be like, oh, man, this has got to be beyond the odds of just knowing things. But probably the most profound thing was in first grade when there was going to be a, a parade in this little tiny town, and it was a real big deal. It was 4th of July parade, and some, some little girl in the first grade classes was going to get to be Betsy Ross on a float oh big deal big deal (laughs) so all these (laughs) people together in one classroom and they had this glass bowl and had all the names in there and they were going to pull out the one who got to be betsy ross so we're all just sitting there you could hear a pin drop and this big teacher who scared me a little bit it was the other class's teacher very large man with black glasses he pulls out this name and i flew out of my seat he didn't say it yet but i flew out of my seat i'm like yeah! i was all excited and everything just stopped, almost like it, you know, just like the brakes were thrown. on. <laughs> earth. You know, time just stopped. It was so quiet and everybody's just staring at me. And this big teacher is like peering over the top of his glasses at me. Like I did something really wrong and I could not put together what just happened. What it's happened? like two dimensions just collided. Wow. Then he says my name. Jeez. So I knew it was me before he said it. Mm-hmm. And when, <laughs> when they realized that I knew what the name was before they said it, it was like nobody knew what to do with that. And my parents were teachers. My mom was literally a kindergarten teacher in that same school. And I thought, oh, no, they're going to go tell my mom. I'm going to be in so much trouble, you know, because I didn't understand what this ability was more than anybody else did. But what is so interesting is this is back in 1966, and nobody understood, really talked about this kind of stuff. And here's this little kid who obviously... Knew what that name was, right? Mm-hmm. But they just didn't know what to do with it. So nobody said anything to anybody. Wow. None of the kids said anything to me. None of the teachers. They never told my parents. It was like we're just going to pretend this didn't never happened. Happen. <laughs> Isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jeez. And so, and then your other gifts too, right? Because you're also
3: a medium. Yeah. Well, that didn't come till quite a bit later. Okay. I think my guides knew that a little kid wasn't too ready for that. But there, you know, there's kids are out there they're so psychic now every generation gets more psychic than Mm -hmm. the one before and there are all kinds of kids everywhere talking to spirits it's very natural for children they they talk to their deceased grandparents in their bedrooms you know your mom Mm -hmm. comes in and she's a little three-year-old talking to somebody and say who are you talking to grandpapa you know it's like very very common but we teach ourselves to to i don't know undo it right we're born with this natural skill and then society says Don't go around saying those things, or Mm -hmm. you're going to be crazy. You know, sound like a little crazy person. So, we're like, oh, we don't want to get in trouble. Kind of like me. You know, that scared me. Why did I think, oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this? Right. Why did society say, oh my gosh, she has it? Yes, and praise it. Yeah. Tell everybody, right? Right. But no, we're kind of shamed out of it. Hmm. So, is that why you? How ready you are? Yeah. the, The that ability came to me much later to be able to talk to people on the other side.
0: Okay. Was that why you shifted to clinical psychology?
3: Well, shifting into psychology and, and psychiatry, I think that I was just born with a, a desire to help people. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand my psychic abilities at that point. I didn't know this is what I would end up doing. But that, that needed to be expressed. And I wanted to help people that are having mental issues. So I went into psychology and went into psychiatry, um, worked as a psychiatric nurse in San Francisco. And I realized I had intuition into them as well. And and I think now that I've been doing this work for so long, I look back at that and I think, how many of those people who are labeled schizophrenic, how many of those people were hearing the, the very clear voices of their guides? Mm-hmm. Again, we're, we're like going back to Hildegard, right? Right. It's like that's a very authentic experience. Some people... I just have higher vibrations, and they can take in this information. They don't always understand it. But in our society, if you go around saying I hear voices, the first thing that they say is not going to be, oh, do you have a psychic gift? Right. It's going to be, oh, you need medication. You You need to be be locked up. Mm -hmm. And it's possible to be schizophrenic and be psychic. So that's. I just think we really need to take another look at the in patients of psychiatric units and mm-hmm. and reassess them, you know, have some psychic people go in there. I know this sounds really revolutionary and I think it's gonna be a long time till this happens. But have them assess for are you really hearing voices or do you have, you know, abilities to communicate with beings and, and nobody understands that.
0: Right. Or they don't know how to harness it, right?
3: Exactly. exactly. So powerful they don't know what it is either. So right. until somebody who does know what that is Comes into this Western medicine genre um, setting and says, "Hey, this could be this other thing." Mm -hmm. Then they're just gonna stay that way and keep getting medicated, right? Which I think is kind of sad.
0: Well, and it's interesting too because you touched on how children are very psychic because you know they're they're very in touch with where they just came from, right? Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that. But um, so, and they're not considered schizophrenic for having these voices. You know, they uh-huh. mention it to their their mom and dad, and they're not considered that. And so it's it's definitely, what, at an adolescent age or even in their, you know, early 20s when they're diagnosed with this, and then it becomes a diagnosis versus a gift?
3: Yeah, so if they've, they've moved past that tender stage of being talked out of it, right. and they still hold on to it, then you move into more like, oh, my child has a serious disorder because we haven't been able to talk him or her out of it yet. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So you see, the whole world of psychic ability needs to come out of the closet. Mm-hmm. It needs to be appreciated for what it is. And what's interesting is I see such a um, huge chasm between people who understand the metaphysical realm and people who just aren't privy to it and don't really understand it and are interested in it. Mm-hmm. If you go online and listen to tarot readers say on YouTube or just psychic people in general, you're gonna find out. I mean, if you really pay attention, do some research here. Go and see if they share similar concepts because they do. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and, and look at books. Just just dive in, educate yourself, research whether we all say pretty much the same thing, mm-hmm. and we do. Right. So this whole metaphysical realm, we know what's going on, and it's not like you can say, oh. All those people knew each other, and they all planned to get together. And they had this big meeting. And they all agreed to always say the same thing, right. you know, to fool everybody. Right. That just isn't reasonable. And yet, there's the other part of our population that doesn't even consider that there's outer terrestrial. You know, mm-hmm. we're the only beings in the whole universe, and they're so detached from what this other group of people know.
2: Mm-hmm. And that,
3: that that split there is. Is baffling to me,
0: and it's almost like we're also detaching from all the opportunities, all the great possibilities, right, and making the world better, and yeah. not yeah. So do you well, help? You us-
3: know, God, I'm sorry. That's a lot of what my book is about. It's it's all about possibilities. That if we rule out the possibilities, we're never going to find out what they are. Right. You have to be willing to conceive of things before you even able to believe in them before mm-hmm. you're able to see them come into fruition mm-hmm. but if we can't even conceive of these possibilities we're stranded on this little island right yeah
0: so do you help others to develop or even realize their gifts
3: oh absolutely well you know that's why I wrote the book mm-hmm. is kind of a way to get it out in mass it's a fairy tale genre form of teaching a lot of concepts about just how things work and there really is magic in the world you know and people think magic is is displacing it's, it's not real it's very real and it again it's based in science
2: mm-hmm. it has
3: to do with vibration and it has to do with the law of attraction the quantum law of attraction in particular
0: yeah well i have to say so i just finished your book The Pearls of Wisdom a fairy tale guide to life's magic secrets for all ages and it was incredible and just Thanks. The way that you were able to take all the concepts and everything that I've ever heard, like you said, from every single person that's in this realm and really just um, break it down and make it easier to understand, right? But also putting it in that fairy tale concept, I think, so that everyone can grasp it of all ages.
3: Right, and it is good for all ages. A lot of adults get a lot out of this and kids do too. It's it's kind of multi-layered. So Mm -hmm. whatever you're supposed to get out of it, is exactly what you will get
0: out of it. Well, that's incredible. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but everyone stick around for more Love from the Hip. On this weekly Skinny, I would like to discuss face mapping or face reading. Just like reflexology, although not pertaining to your feet, what is going on in your body or with certain organs can actually manifest on your face. This ancient technique stems from Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine. Back in the day, face reading was used as a diagnostic tool for prominent leaders and scholars. They believed that the face represented the fortune, health, and energy of a person. It is still used this way today. By closely examining the condition of the skin and recognizing the facial shape, you can find out a person's character, including their physical, mental, and emotional state. It is believed that you can also have the necessary tools and requirements to change your fate and direction. Face mapping or reading is literally skin deep applying to more than just the aging of the skin. The face is divided into three main zones, upper, middle, and lower. Any malfunctions within the organs and the systems, immune, excretory, endocrine, digestive, circulatory, nervous, and respiratory, will show up on the face in the form of breakouts, redness, dryness, or irritation, to name a few. It is believed that if the energy of a person is optimal, the complexion will be clear and in good condition. Any dysfunction or illness would be reflected by a change in color, texture, and appearance. Here's just a general rundown of each part of the face and what organ it pertains to in face mapping. The forehead pertains to the bladder and intestines. Under the eyes pertains to the kidneys, liver, and intestines. The ears and temples pertains to the kidneys. Between the brows pertains to the liver and stomach. The nose pertains to the heart. The right cheek pertains to lungs and respiratory system. Left cheek pertains to the liver. Mouth and lip area pertains to the endocrine system, jawline pertains to hygiene and stomach, chin pertains to the stomach, kidney, and reproductive organs, and the neck pertains to the thyroid. So next time you have a breakout or dryness or any other skin issue, pay attention to where it manifests and consider its root cause.
1: Pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com, Sakura sakuraskinandmind.com. skinandmind.com.
2: Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love from the Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing mentor medium metaphysicist with a degree in clinical psychology from San Francisco State, background in counseling and research, and the author of The Pearls of Wisdom, a fairy fairy tale guide to life's magic secrets for all ages, Sherry Angler. And so before the break, and oh, let me mention to you listeners too, if there's something that you want to know, especially like how to get in contact with your lost loved ones, feel free to call us. At four two five three seven three five five two seven or one eight eight two nine eight K K N W, and so before the break, Sherry, you were talking a little bit about your book. Um, so I wanted to, can you quickly mention um, about the proceeds of the book?
3: Yeah, all the proceeds from this book and the sale of gifts like mugs and things on our store, our website store, all the proceeds go to our foundation, which is called. The Angel Whisper Foundation, and that's been set up as an outreach program to empower young females to reach their highest potential instead of dumbing down. And that is another aspect of the book. It's about a, a young princess and how difficult it is to come into power as a female. Mm-hmm. And we want to do something about that. You know, some of our, our greatest, brightest young females are in our dumbing down early on so we want to get this book in their hands yeah and give them something to look to and, and something to to model after
0: wow that's wonderful so um and i want to switch gears a little bit here so i want to talk about another concept that i know you're very savvy in <laughs> do you believe our soul has a plan prior to coming into this lifetime
3: yeah well first let me just throw a disclaimer out just know that everything that i'm saying and talking about is my opinion and my experience. Everybody has different ideas, but in general, I think, like I said, if you do the research you're gonna find out that the concepts in the book and the concepts that I talk about are really quite universal. But my experience is yes, we chart our lives before we come here. And this is information I get through talking to people on the other side. They explain all kinds of amazing things to me. It's really, really a fun job (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All the things you ever wanted to know, you just ask, and oh, there's the answer. It's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> and so do we have free will to change it, though?
3: Well, that's, it's really quite a complicated thing. So basically, you are your soul. We think that we're this person in this body, in this lifetime, and that's it. But the soul is just kind of renting this body so mm-hmm. that it can have an experience on Earth, which is considered like a school. So when you're on the other side, your soul plans out all the things that it wants to learn so that it can evolve, because that's the number one drive of the soul is to evolve. So we plan a lot of difficult things for ourselves when we come in, when we embody into a lifetime. We have all these difficult things we go through, and you say, oh, why is my life so difficult? Well, the good thing about this is it really goes against victimhood because you can't really blame somebody else for the things that you're going through because you actually planned them for yourself. Mm. So there's a lot of taking responsibility for who you are and understanding why would I have wanted to learn these things. And Mm -hmm. if you can learn them, then your soul evolves. So I always say, if you're experiencing the same difficulty over and over and over, your soul wanted you to learn something there that maybe you're not learning. Mm -hmm. So one way to look at it is just to sit down with yourself and say, If I had planned this for myself, what would I have intended to learn? Figure Mm -hmm. out what that is, then learn it, and get out of that class. Mm -hmm. That's probably the wisest thing to do. But on the other side, we also have our soul family with us. So you think that these, these other people, they've been these bad people in your life that have caused you so much damage. Well, those people are very likely part of your soul family, and they probably love you very much. And that gives you another change of perception that I think is is very healthy is to see that this person signed up for this on the other side I said hey can you be this this rotten person in my life and they said oh I don't really want to but I love you so much I'll do that but the next time you have to be the rotten person for me so my soul can learn right Mm -hmm. so if you just view all the things that you've set up for yourself as just lessons this is just school here it's just a playground it's a stage where we plan the roles and then we live them out and our soul learns and it evolves. And if you can try to get to the point of thanking the other players in your, in your production here, because you write and produce and direct and act the whole thing, the so ones that weren't so easy to get along with, try to see them as doing you a service mm-hmm. and be in gratitude for them being willing to do that for you so that you could learn.
0: Yeah. So can you explain for my listeners what a soul family is?
3: A soul family is like a, it's it's like a group of people who come from what's called a soul stream, which goes way, 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 way back. So we have like these, I don't know what you call it, it's basically a family, it's like a club. It's a group of people, or Mm -hmm. souls, group of souls, that agree to kind of travel together throughout lifetime. And they may be in this lifetime, and they may be on the other side guiding you from the other side or they may be off doing something else but they kind of weave in and out Mm -hmm. so they're kind of like soul travelers
0: so but they don't have to necessarily be family members correct in this lifetime
3: oh no No. definitely not right lots of times it's the person that you marry (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) And it's the children that you have and it's the boss that you have and it's the the person that ran into you and had a devastating accident and you know, the, the big things that happen in your life, those uh-huh. are generally soul family members who are willing to help you enact that to learn those big lessons.
0: Okay. And so I know that you said that traumas and illnesses and other hardships are actually created by us and meant for us. And you said to reflect and see if you're on this cyclical pattern of having these happen and happen and happen. But what if the person doesn't reflect and they don't look into it? Are they just then, destined to so, re- yeah.
3: Go so ahead. This, this is another kind of complicated area, but we'll just untangle it one thing at a time. So you chart your life, mm-hmm. but you also have free will. So if you're in a situation and you're just like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm changing my chart because I have free will and I have sovereignty and I'm I'm going a different direction now. Well, you can do that. But if you find yourself in the same thing over and over, you're not learning it. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps it's a karma thing that just really needs to be worked out. So you also, it's very helpful to employ the law of attraction. What am I doing to attract this to me? What vibration am I at that is drawing that same vibration?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And say, well, I want to draw something different. Well, if you want to draw something different, then you have to vibrate at a different level. Mm-hmm. And I I want to explain that word vibration. People yes, throw things now like do. love and light and vibration and and all these words. And it's like, what the heck is that? Mm-hmm. Well, Vibration is basically just kind of how you feel. How you feel. So if you're always happy all the time, you're pretty high vibration and you're probably going to attract other happy people. If you're really down in the dumps all the time and maybe you're involved in addictions and you just have these low energies, you probably also have entities attached to you because they exist in these low vibration areas. Then you're probably going to attract other people. So just Think about going out in the world and seeing all the couples walking around. Mm -hmm. Don't they usually look pretty well-matched to each other? Yes. It's like you don't, you know, see somebody who's on the street with a bottle in their hand with this person in a tennis outfit. Right, right. You know, it's like they're at completely different vibrations. So you're going to draw what you are. Mm -hmm. So let me throw something else in here. A lot of people ask about their love life. When is this certain partner going to come into my life? Well, as soon as you vibrate at the level of the one that you're seeking, then you have a chance to draw that. Mm. But if you're wandering around thinking, oh, I need this other person to fulfill me and and complete me, and where's my soulmate? No, you're going to draw somebody else who isn't complete. The broken will draw broken, complete will draw complete. The best thing you can do is be the person that you're looking for. Oh, Does that make great. sense? Yeah,
0: that's perfectly put. Yeah, absolutely. And what's your what's your acronym, really quick, for the law of attraction?
3: Oh, it's FATE. Thanks for asking. It's an easy way to remember this. Okay. So this is the quantum law of attraction. So FATE, F-A-T-E, uh-huh. your feelings, your actions, and your thoughts equal your experience. Okay. That's just an easy way to remember it. So, And this is in the book, too. So if you want to manifest change in your life, you have to have all three of those together. You have to... Feel that you are that person, that whole complete person. You have to do all your internal work, too. But you have to have your feelings and your thoughts and your behavior all on the same page. So if you are trying to envision a life that you'd like to have, maybe you'd, you'd like to be an artist or something, or you have want to have a family, see that you're already that. Because the universe's answer is always yes. Mm-hmm. Whatever you are, the universe will give you more of that. Mm-hmm. But you have to... If you want to change that, you have to have all three. You can't just stand in front of a mirror and say, I think this or I'm going to say this intention or this affirmation and then think you're going to go out in the world and everything's going to change. You have to actually be it. Just like I was saying about drawing somebody, whatever thing you want in the world, whatever life you want, be that. Step into what it would be to be that person with that job, with that bank account, with that car, feel how it feels and act as if you already have it. So it's kind of fake it till you make it. It's kind of a trick on the universe. But if you have this inside info, go for it. It works. The universe will give you what you already are. If you're in lack and if you're down, it's going to say, yes, I want you to have more of that. And you will. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so the universe is a just say yes.
3: The universe is going to say yes. It's going to say yes to whatever you're feeling, acting, and thinking. Okay. So you can change those. If you can change those three and hold it for as long as possible, you will see magical changes happen in your life really quickly.
0: All right, well, awesome. We're gonna have to take a quick break, but everyone stick around for more Love From the Hip. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. Briotech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all around daily skincare regimen. Try Briotech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have Briotech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech topical skin spray today. Years in the making, doctor-recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life
1: changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more, sakuraskinandmind.com s-a-k-u-r-a skinandmind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.
2: Coming up January 7th on Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair, 11-time number one New York Times bestselling author Robin Carr. We'll talk about her latest book and upcoming Netflix original drama. Robin says there's a need for positive drama. Not just goody-two-shoes, everything is beautiful kind of stories, but a kind of story where people have real problems to resolve, where characters provide inspiration as role models to women. Tune in Mondays at noon Pacific time and Fridays at 6 a.m., Catch up on past shows at conversationslive.net. If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you'll want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792 exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome
0: back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. Don't forget this show airs right here every Wednesday at 2 to 3 p.m. and for the month of December on Fridays from 4 to 5 p.m. as well. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing mentor, medium, metaphysicist with a degree in clinical psychology from San Francisco State, Background in counseling and research, and author of The Pearls of Wisdom, a fairy tale guide to life's magic secret for all ages, Sherry Angler. And so, Sherry, we actually have a caller. So let's take a caller. Great, that's great. That's okay, great. so Fumi, are you there? Fumi? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so what's your question for Sherry?
3: Oh, hi, thank you. Sherry, I want to find out how does, how does one know someone wants on one's the soul path for sure?
0: So you want to know how someone knows that they're on on their soul path, correct?
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: Sherry, what do you have to
3: say for that? Oh, that's great. Thanks for calling in. Let's see. How do you know if you're on your soul path? Was that the question? Yes, it is. Well, it depends on how happy you are. So when you're doing, when you're living your purpose, you're happy. So the fact that you're on here asking the question makes me think that you're still looking for it. So... Maybe you're having some difficulties. Maybe you're working a job that you really don't like, but society and the way we're programmed says you need to go get a paycheck and you need to pay your mortgage and get a car. And and so you just keep doing this thing, but inside there's this cry that says, I know this isn't why I'm here. I know this isn't why I'm here. So you're what I call a seeker. Um, The first advice I would give to you is to get online and start researching. Find out what a light worker is. Chances, since you're listening to the show, chances are really strong that you're what's called a light worker, and you're here to be in service in some way. You want to give something. You want the world to be a better place. So start looking at what it is to be a light worker, and then find the area that where your heart flutters and you feel like you have butterflies in your belly, and ask your guides to start showing you. Now it's something we haven't talked about very much. We started kind of with channeling, but everybody can channel their guides just ask your guides to step into your life and your angels and start putting things in front of you that you can identify but mostly your purpose follows your bliss and so does abundance if you're doing what makes you happy that is why you're here so look at the things that don't make you happy and start working at moving them out of your life even if that's relationships look at the things that do make you happy and start moving those in does that answer your question
0: yeah, thank you. Thank you, Fumi. Thanks for calling.
3: Okay. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> well, that was great. So you were saying, you know, you can channel in your guides, Sherry, correct? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and then you're also talking about you can channel in your loved ones, right, that have moved mm-hmm. on transitioned. So what are some ways that people can do that?
3: Well, first of all, I think you need to start to... First of all, again, back to needing to conceive of things, first you have to conceive of the fact that they're around you all the time. Then you have to believe that it is absolutely possible to communicate with them. So first off, you can start asking them to do things that shows that they're around. And the things that you can look for is a lot of people on the other side leave coins everywhere. Like, they'll pick one, like it'll, they'll always leave pennies or something. You know that saying pennies from heaven? Mm-hmm. That's literally where that comes from. Okay. People on the other side leave coins for people to say, hey, I'm here, I'm here. Angels will leave feathers. That's how a way to know that they're trying to get a hold of you. Um, your deceased loved ones, they might knock a picture over that's of them. Um, sometimes phones ring and there's no, no number, no nothing. Um, mm-hmm. They'll knock things off the table. Um, their name will just come up over and over. Or somebody will say some phrase that they always say, and you're like, God, so-and-so always says that. That's right. They just got that person to say that. Listen to songs. The lyrics on songs are just mind-blowing, what, what they're able to do with songs. That's probably the strongest one, I would say. Okay. But those are all the things to pay attention to. What about Once dreams? you pay attention to it, just start asking them to come through. And when you start to get it, like ask them a question in your head, and then listen to the answer. But okay. first, That other part, Something that people forget to do is to actually look for it. So if you ask them to do these things and leave these things around, you have to remember the next day that, <laughs> that you ask for it. <laughs> people forget. Uh-huh. And they're on the other side, like dropping coins everywhere. And you're, you're not paying off. attention. So, <laughs> yeah, you got to remember that you asked for it. Pay attention. Paying attention is the clue to everything. You're okay. going to learn so much if you just pay attention to what's going on around you. Okay. But ask a question and then listen for an answer to come in. Okay. And the way you know if it's you or not is it'll just be unrelated to anything else that was in your head okay. it really feels like something on the outside coming in instead of the inside going out so if you ever hear yourself say oh that just popped into my head chances are really strong that's a deceased loved one trying to talk to you
0: oh wow okay that makes sense and what about dreams if your loved one comes to you in a dream oh
3: yeah okay well that's probably let me take back what i just said <laughs> <laughs> that's the strongest that's one. the strongest that okay is <laughs> the strongest one and, you know, the reason for that goes back to vibration again. Everything goes back to science. You're you're in this, um, you're basically in the fourth dimension when you're asleep, and that's where they are. Mm-hmm. That's You're on their plane. Mm-hmm. So you're in this unconscious state, and you're at a different vibration. And we go out of our bodies, like, every night and fly around. We just don't know about it. Hmm. There's this thing called astral travel. Yes. People who astral travel, the only difference between them and you is that they know they're doing it, and you don't. Okay. So... We go out of our bodies every night, but that's the best place for people on the other side, because that's already where they are, mm-hmm. to come through and talk with you. So if you wake up and you say, oh, my God, I just know my mother visited me last night, that's because she really did. Oh, wow. It'll have a completely different feeling. It'll, it'll, it'll feel like they were there. Okay. And if you get that, just know that really was them. People are so afraid to allow this kind of comfort to come in and accept right. that they've been vi- visited by their loved ones. Let yourself have it. They're trying to Mm -hmm. talk to you all the time. They're around us 24-7. Call their name. They will be there. Okay.
0: And you, you said something. You touch on them being at a higher frequency. So when some people are actually able to see their lost loved ones, they're seeing on that frequency?
3: Yeah, it's kind of going both ways, though. So you know the thing I said about meeting in the middle? Yes. So it kind of depends on that spirit and how good they are on the other side. You know, there's, there's, when I talk to people on the other side or have clients here, I feel like some of them, I really got to go get them, you know, and bring them closer and they'll say, did this person not really understand spiritual things very much? Oh, no, they didn't believe in this at all. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then somebody who's like, oh, my mother was so spiritual. I'm like, yeah, I know. She's like sitting right next to you and she has been the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It's like kind of how you were before you went has somewhat to do with what you could do on the other side. Okay. But it takes quite a bit of, um energy vibrational energy for right. them to appear to somebody uh-huh. but it also takes that person having a high enough vibration to be able to see them so it's kind of a match up there
0: okay well those are some great tips well we're coming to the end of my show but I want to ask you how my listeners can contact you and perhaps book a session and where they can find out more information about your book
3: Well my number will be on your post there and it's also on my website the website is the Pearls of Wisdom book dot com, and you can get it on the website, or you can get it at Amazon. On the website, you can get a hardcover edition for a donation, which is it's a beautiful book. It's full color, has beautiful beautiful. illustrations in it, and it's it's very entertaining. It's very entertaining to go through and kind of subconsciously learn all of these concepts. It's a lot easier than reading a book on how to be psychic or how the universe works. so yes. much more fun to read it in a story form. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, th- But I'm available for readings and for mentorship, whatever you're looking for. Just okay. give me a call. I would love to hear from you. Well, anybody.
0: thank you again, Sherry, for being here today on my show. And thank you to my amazing producer, Eric, and you, the listener. You can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. You can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook. And subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. Remember, if you are interested in being hypnotized in an online edition of Love from the Hip and sharing your experience with listeners later on the air, or have any questions or comments, then feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. for another Love from the Hip, and make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare you.